What's going down, podcast listener? Welcome back to the Symbiosis Now podcast. I'm Tyler Colombero, and I'm the host of the show. And on this show, we like to have a good conversation. Every episode, guaranteed. All in hopes of inspiring you to get out there and have your own open conversations with a friend, a family member, or maybe even your enemy. Each episode, we star a special guest where we have an in-depth, action-packed, often intellectual, spiritual, practically psychedelic, and all-inclusive types of conversation. And we have a good fucking time with it. So folks, you can find us online where the Symbiosis Now Network, where there's some links to the podcasts, plural podcasts, because we have a couple others underneath the network blanket. And without further ado, let us voyage into the yonder of conversation with our very special guest on the Symbiosis Now podcast. I got the Zin in my hand. The Zimbabwe. The OG Zimbabwe's. Shout out to Freezer Terps on fucking Instagram and TikTok. The man, the myth, the legend. The dude's hilarious. Pouring up some Zinfandel right now for the podcast. Putting the Zinorific Zinachino in right now. Got the local skeptic popping in. It's a time where we must have a drink. Yeah, what are we're we sipping s- on? Oh, bro. Pfft. We're sipping on the Lafroig. 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 Nah, I don't know. <laughs> With some beautiful scotch that Sean Patterson himself left me. Now we're finishing that bottle. It's the man right there, too. He is, man. He's really good at what he does. He's the myth. He's the man. He's the legend, like I call it. You know what I mean? I call it when I see it, bro. Just like you, you know? You're the man, the myth, the legend, the skeptic. <laughs> you know? Skeptical. An extra layer on top, you know? Oh, but, yeah, man. Well, let's get skeptical. What do we... <sighs> there's a bunch going on. There's a right lot here. to be skeptical about. I'll say that. We live in Reedley right here. World. If you're listening from the outside of Reedley, California. It's a place. It exists. It's uh, the fruit basket of the world, right? That's what they call it on the signs and shit around here. And that's what we actually are. We grow tons of produce. And we're in Fresno County, which is billions, folks. Billions. Oh, so yeah. that's just what this area really prevails in doing. But it's interesting to think about how when, like, you live in a small town and you see buildings that are, like, old, dilapidated looking, you know, you think, like, what are those even doing now? Like, is there anyone in there? Right. You is just it, assume that they're abandoned. Yeah. And, like, is it that old? Does it need to be demolished? Like, is, that, is it that kind of thing? You know? I don't know. But it's, it's like, what are those buildings? Some of them, they're still standing. Look, we don't fucking know. Anything could be going on in there. Like, especially when they're right on the train tracks, bro. Like, Oh, perfect It's weird, bro. Yeah. You know, we're, we live in a small town, dude. There's A train runs through a couple times a night, doing different things. Goes across the bridge right nearby on the edge of town, you know. And goes where it goes. I don't. I don't know where it's coming from or where it's going. But I know if you looked it on a map, it'd be easy to find out. They can't t- make a extreme left turn and then a U turn. You know, the <laughs> next intersection. Like yeah. you know, trains don't work like that, right? But it's just weird to think that anything could be going on in those buildings. And it always has freaked me out. I think about it. I think about like you know, there could be like a population that there's an experiment on of human beings in some huge ass old mall that's abandoned, quote unquote. But there's fucking people in there, and there's like cameras placed everywhere, like a fucking TV show on the black web or some dark shit that I have no idea. I've not seen it, but I'm sure it exists. 
I'm sure people do. People have done it all. Name something that humans haven't done besides like landed on Uranus. You know what I mean, or something. <laughs> but like we've done it, but we went to space. Blah, 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 like you know what I mean. Most things have been done. Went to the Titanic and didn't make it back. You know what I mean. <laughs> no offense. <but laughs> <laughs> we've done it, bro. You know. Yeah, it's just crazy to think too. Like this is the type of stuff you see in movies, man. Like. You never, you never think of being that small town where like this weird shit is going down, you know? This yeah, is, like well, some this, Stranger Things ass stuff, right? Like this weird shit. What do you think's going down? Because we haven't even talked about. It. I was just talking about some buildings. What are they doing? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Dude. And and in those buildings, there could be a laboratory with thousands of mice and a lot of different diseases, unmarked and marked. Yeah. And this is the news. The news. The the claim. Bodily tissues, fluids, and other unmarked items. And where, right? where was it being thrown away? Because that's the where thing. did it they come from? No documentation. What bodily tissue? What do you it. mean? Like a dick? Like, what, <laughs> like some like, balls? Like yeah. Like, where are they getting the, like the specimens from? Yeah, bro. Like it, and, and it all just being tossed in coolers like it's like whatever. I seen some of the pics, bro. Like the, the supposed pics that were released to the public. And anyone, please look it up online. It's national news at this point. We're gonna be hella late on the topic because this podcast doesn't come out for another two weeks, anyways. But oh shit. But it's all good. I don't care about the wave. The reality of this, the yeah. weight of this, bro, is intense because we got this lab that existed in Reedley for who? I don't even know how long it existed for. I know you could look at the articles and they would say, but. It just recently was like dealt with legally, and then like months later they told the public about it. Yeah, this you is, know this once is the coast is clear, me. pretty much. You know, which is a uh, I wonder why they do stuff like that. Like, do you think there was a reason to be panicked as a community? Yeah, like if we knew about it right away. I think so. I wonder what would have happened. Like, because what is the what's the practicality of it all? Like, what does it mean for like them to be disposing of all these all these different samples and it's almost like, were they creating these viruses and creating these bacterial infections themselves? Or how were they curating them, you know? And how were they disposing of it? Where was it going? I'm sure everyone by now, when they listen to this, heard. If they're listening to this podcast or something, because it's national news. It's weird. But it was it was like a lab where they had COVID tests and pregnancy tests. This is what, this is what they told us. Like It's like, okay, what, what, what were they doing? But they don't know. They, they define it like um, it's unknown what they were doing here, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, you know, it has to be dealt with legally for us to actually get answers now. And I get that. But either way, take away all the headache. Take what they said on this news outlet, which was the same as another news outlet, too, by the way. They all said pretty much the same thing, no matter what angle it came from. Starred the same people, which are doing great. They fucking caught the bad guys, right? Which is great. Thank God. <laughs> you know what I mean? But... To not catch, to catch the wrong guy, how willing are you down to go? You know what I mean? And I feel like the slowness of the way that our legal system works is really to blame. When things happen, pandemic happens, all this stuff, we almost had to wait, if you don't remember, when we, we allowed the two weeks to slow the spread in 2020 and we did that, we all like agreed like we're down to change our life for this shit. You know? Yeah, that's, that's what it was at first, right? Two weeks? It's yeah. crazy. They turned into, like, the entire year, right? Like, everything got pretty locked down. A lot of things changed. It was way longer than two weeks, right? 
Yeah. Oh, well, for sure it was like two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or more. I feel like we're just more. now finally kind of getting away from a lot of the... Yeah, isn't that crazy? Stuff. And then they find this lab after all this crazy shit has been going down. So the world knows, COVID, when you say COVID and they found a lab and they're doing unknowns with it, it's weird. It's just automatically like, what do you mean? And then that's in the town you live in? Like, what does that mean? It immediately, to me, I feel like it signals terrorism to most that are alive on this planet or in this country right now in the United States because of us living through the 9-11 attacks and being based around this terrorism type aspect. And I feel like it screams terrorism to most people, especially on the right, because they hear it's developed by Chinese nationals. And it's like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. who said this? Like, what do you mean the Chinese nationals? Who talks like that? In America, like, what do you mean yeah. that the Chinese nationals? What if it like was the? like a U.S. contractor though, and yeah, like right. just the way you know Wuhan exists? Because it wasn't just China's uh, involvement in Wuhan, right? It was like a bunch of different countries, and including us, yeah, including like, the U.S. There's a lot of money behind it. So yeah. what if, I think that's just might be a common practice nowadays is you know biological warfare and getting ready for that type of world. That's just the world we live in, you know. And uh, COVID kind of proved that, like, it is true that it was man-made. You know, well, there it was in a lab. It wasn't just a random act of like a virus taking over. It was a, someone unleashed a weapon, and that should have woken everybody up to like, you know, World War Three is not going to be like who has the best gun, but maybe who can attack in a society as a whole, make it easier to manipulate, make it easier to come in. And the easiest way to do that is you shrink the population or make them weak, right? So that might just be where we're going. <laughs> that's intense. Do you really think that? I think Sometimes? No, uh, I don't I like full on believe in it, but obviously right. I'm a skeptical person, you know, it's just a thought, but it's just like, why wouldn't that be true too? Right. You know, but yeah. what if this lab wasn't like a foreign terrorist, like it wasn't foreign ter- terrorist activity, but it was just our contractors getting caught, you know, yeah. like our country paying for like these small labs that are like super smart right and they just do shit like like that. later in two years it comes out that pfizer was developing these weird labs to get by when they were raking in the profits they were having these unmanned uh, well not ma- unmanned that's the weirdest part how are they employing people like it doesn't make sense but it's also like dang if i went to that job i'd see what was going on i'd already be like yo i don't know if i could do this Unless I knew a little bit about what was really going on. Yeah, you'd have you know? to be on the inside of the operation in some way, somehow, in order to do it. Or there'd have to be some type of contract. You can't speak There's so many questions. On. That's why we're here, because there's no, there's no answers. A lot of unknowns in the air. But there's a lot of narrative that gets tossed with that unknown, right? And a lot of that narrative is for, like, PR, right? Like, yes. a lot of what we're hearing is yeah. kind of trying to tame the situation a little bit, because they yeah. don't want chaos. Yeah. You know, around because it's not just recently that would be affected, right? It'd be like everybody that that stuff doesn't just stop for like you know a mile. It'll travel forever. Like right. one human's infected, that one human can travel three hundred miles in a day and then infect someone else somewhere. That person flies and you know is introduced to all these people in an airport airplane and they say go another few hundred miles away and boom. Diseases in these in these news pieces claimed to have like hepatitis mm-hmm. malaria COVID-19 uh, I don't know some other weird shit and what that's if, enough for me though I'm like yo that chlamydia was on the list and I'm like yo what, what the fuck is going on with this shit they're like they're mixing shit I'm like what are they doing because it just doesn't make sense unless I'm just I'm, I, I work in a lab in an entomology lab which is not the same at fucking all I'll say that straight up right but it does impress me that they would operate such a thing 
in any way like that without contracting it and, and transmitting it immediately. Like, I mean, this went on for like a couple of years maybe or at least a year, right? And, and this transpired over the last like nine months from now in August and we just now find out about it. It kind of sounds you know? like they're trying to create like a new form of AIDS. Like it sounds like if that was like all of these things that were found and that was being super virus. Yeah, and it's like super the the fact that there's like an, an STI science. involved with that, like something that's sexually transmitted as well. There's so many good scientists out there, but I could see being a bad scientist being so easy, you know. Yeah, yeah. Rick and Morty's <laughs> like just one Black Mirror episode away from Rick and Morty being real. Like you know what I mean? That kind of weird shit. It's yeah. going on in our existence today. And like you said, bro, well, how far could it go? I mean, it could definitely go to the neighborhood, right? Immediately, mice get out. Yeah. You mean, they, you mean to tell me you have all these mice locked down even though they were in inhumane conditions? You don't even know how something. many they have, really. Yeah. And then they go and they jump on the train because the train tracks are right there. Right. Into like a box of produce or some shit. That m- mice are crafty. They're good. Even in a lab, bro, they'll just jump out and be like, wow, I'm going to climb up this fucking wall to get there. I'm gone. What's even worse is, um, and I wish I knew more about this, but like the grocery store that was involved. Yes. In the Speak of it. Speak of it. I don't know much other than uh, they shut down around the same time that all this shit was going down. And I think I heard that, was it you were telling me that they used it for storage, storaging their food? There's a cooling unit adjacent to this laboratory that they would store their produce in. And it's right across the street from this market that would store its produce in. So even if they didn't store their fucking produce right next to the lab, like literally like butted up against it, they were at least right across the street for right. a mice or two got out. Just saying. it's it, Or even just the people. I gotta go get a fucking Red Bull real quick across the street. Right, yeah. Pop out of the lab. Take your gloves off. Didn't even realize you fucking touched shit a bunch of times. It's on your coat. Who fucking knows, dude? Yeah. I don't fucking know. And they're shut down. People would have noticed if they were coming in and out with hazmat suits every time they come out or something. If they had like – I doubt they had like a – what's it called? Like a vent room where like it's separated room where you undress or dress before and after you go in to somewhere. A lot of grow-ups do that because they don't want to get anything, any insects, any pathogens from the outside world inside the operation, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know because they won't release <clears throat> too much information on like – the way it actually looked in there. Like, there isn't too much. But the store closed down. <laughs> Got closed down? Closed down? Like, no, like, I just like, shut down. Like, dude, they fucking yeah. stopped operations. And interestingly, like, there's still a couple bins out back of this laboratory. They're just sitting there waiting to get picked up because we don't know who's going to pick them up because no one wants to claim responsibility ultimately for these said hazardous whatever they are. You know, they're just sitting in bins, like just sitting there, like whatever this material is, has been disposed of now into bins that have to be like taken away by a specific agency. It's in government's hands now, right? Right. They all they all interact together. You know, it's crazy. And they're waiting on someone to pick it up because the CDC apparently doesn't want to claim responsibility, but yet the CDC was all up our fucking a hole for years about the COVID nineteen virus. And now, you got this shit in a lab, like in a town. Who cares if it's a small town? Seems like it'd probably be in a big town, too, if it's in a small town. You got a little small, little fucking random shack around there. What if we're just... How much for rent? 500 bucks? We just found out that we're part of an experiment, man. Like, this is... uh, 
you know, ground zero, this is specimen A. Like the Dude. people infected around here and they get studied by the doctor's offices. Right I'm over here. here at the bar. I'm like, what can I get you, sir? And he's like, <coughs> Jack and Coke. I'm like, fuck, that guy's got COPD. And it's like, no, he just got out of a fucking lab where they're fucking with pregnant mice with malaria and COVID-19. And they got chlamydia on his lips now because of it, because they had that in there. He touched the dollar bills. He tipped you. You want the money. <laughs> you touched the money, Tyler. <laughs> Chlamydia is a um, is an STI, right? Yeah, but it's a it's I think it's also an infection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, sexually it's transmitted sex, infection. It's, yeah, transmitted. it's an infection, though. Yeah. So that, that's why I was like, man, it sounds like they're making a new AIDS, like a new HIV, like something that's sexually transmitted that's just gonna blow up and affect like. Oh, they had good intentions, things. right? Like yeah. we should be skeptical to the next level here. They had good intentions. They were genuinely just trying to use these mice to develop pregnancy tests, gonorrhea tests, or chlamydia tests, or whatever. What if that's all it was? Oh. Right? Like, they were just trying to use these mice. That's pretty optimistic. Uh, yeah, I know. But I'm just saying. But that, with that's me. also... What that's, if, they were the, what if they're the hero though. in the, ser- the situation yeah. here, like Pfizer claims to be? Most of the world claimed them to be heroes over the last couple of years. Look at their, look at their lab. You know, look at how they get down when they're in a tight spot because, oh, dude, I fucking bought like three yachts from my family this year and shit. Like, I need the money up top, bro. Imagine how much money these guys make. They're like, oh, I got their shareholders and shit. They got to rake that shit in, bro. You know what I mean? No matter what, it has to come. So the bottom always loses out. And that means the patient, <laughs> essentially, you know, that means us who took all these medications, whatever it is. And now for that, that those same agencies, entities, governments, the state of California, whatever, the G- Governor Newsom, where you at? You should be ding, 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 saying no one should go out in this town, <laughs> you know, I guess, because right, that's yeah. what you said, bro. That's, uh, that's true. So it's weird because, you know, after that, we should, I, it would, I would almost, I had expected people to keep ringing the alarm and us having like, shutdowns or whatever again i had i had just conceived of a future in the last couple of years before now that that would be the case and it still normal. could be it still could be but you know they start locking down rately it'd be fucking crazy yeah they're like hey how do we tell the public this like let them enjoy their lives for another month transmit yeah. it a little they further than here the roads let it for sure it. get out of california first and then Pull the plug, bro. All these people got to go. Now, like imagine. The Simpsons when they dropped the fucking dome, dude. I feel like since it's over now, and apparently they told the public after this, that that, that, that seems to me like it is on lock. There's shit going down. People are on the scene. And it's already pretty much like it's all cleaned out. There's no more activity from this lab of and possi- possibility of that lab transmitting any of these viruses or whatever to the outside public, right, for anymore. So we made it through it. I was talking about that at the bar with some customers the other day. I was like, yo, we made it through it. That's what's crazy is we just now found out about this, but we didn't get malaria. Do you know anyone that got malaria recently? Maybe people are just vaxxed up. Most people are vaxxed up. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, there's a lot of people, right? If you just, you're just so used to feeling like shit all the time, you don't know that you're dying. You know, you have some weird virus that's just fucking with your DNA. Yeah. Turning genes off and on. Yeah. Super sick. and Yeah. You know, because I feel like that's just like a normal occurrence nowadays, too. People get, like, really ill. Yeah. Chronic illnesses, whether it's an autoimmune condition or a type of cancer. Yeah. We live in a world of extremes, it seems, you know? 
And that's what's so crazy about not telling the public. I think it was a good idea. Because if they told the public, bro, a lot of those QAnon fucking guys. No, I'm joking. But there's a lot of extremists, whatever kind, that especially on, like, the right, you want to call it, whatever, more conservative guys around here that got guns and shit, they'd be pissed, bro. They'd be like, wait a minute, there's a lab. It's still there? And they're still just... I could conceive of some dude coming in there with the fuck packing. Maybe it's not wielding it, but he's got it on him. And he's like, what the fuck? Doing the American thing, bro. Being like, what are you guys doing in here? You know, <laughs> some dude from the mountains and squat or Yokuts Valley comes through and is like, yo, what's going on in this fucking place? And they'd be like, you can't be in here, actually. And be like, bullshit. You know, I could see it, bro. <laughs> like a movie scene, bro. Because around here, some people don't fuck around. Like, it's interesting. Like, that that shit just went under the wraps because if it was still, like, operating and they told the public, like, we are concerned about this lab that's still operating, but we can't legally do anything, but we're pretty certain that they're doing weird things with mice and weird shit that they shouldn't be doing. If you told the public that, dude, I could conceive of some people going to that address and, like, you know, they'd be doxxed. It would be over. Yeah. And I'm not saying I would do that. I'm not saying we sh- anyone should do that. I'm saying been, that, that could have been a bad scenario because, like, what if that, yeah, like, exposed it would. more people or, like, you know, rats got out and shit like that? Absolutely. Like, it's fucking scary. That's probably why they keep it under wraps the way they do because it needs to be, like, really thought. Oh, they, quote, unquote, they, they. always do. <laughs> they keep it so under our noses, <laughs> you know. Dude, honestly, though, I sometimes think that it is just us tripping. Like when we are skeptical about things in life or if we're like talk, people talk conspiracies, conspiracies a lot, a lot of times we're just tripping, bro. We're, we're literally feeding off of the stories that we heard. We always repeat those stories that we heard. We don't speak from our own experience very often and often enough in life, in general, in right. our culture right now. But um, it makes a difference. And I think when things like this happen, when people don't talk about it or it's too late, so most people feel like, dang, isn't that crazy? But it's dealt with. It's done now. What if there's a lot of them? They investigate. They find a whole string of them across the country. That could be a reason to lock the country down again. Like, you know, and I don't want to think like that. I'm not trying to be like pessimistic, right? But it's it, it, it just seems like the way that it's being dealt with, it's not really that big of a deal, but it made national news. People in general, the general public na- nationwide now saw it as like, yes, a controversy, I guess, like something, whoa, isn't this crazy? Like hot news. If it bleeds, it leads for a second, right? But it's like, no, everyone felt that for a second. They were like, whoa, what do you mean they're doing a lab? That's weird. If anyone in any town in America right now was like, yo, they got a lab around the corner for my pad doing some wild ass shit? I'm freaked out, you know? But that's what a doctor's office is. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the hospital's doing, you know, too. They're doing wild shit in there, too. This is just some underground shit. This is just some wild, yeah, some really un, yeah unregulated as shit and They're like we could say we don't like regulation but with stuff like that we gotta love regulation because we yeah. should have it the problem is with the legal system in general is it takes time the good thing is it takes time depends on if you're in trouble or not <laughs> you know what i mean i just find it so hard to believe that they're able to run like a lab like that without having any type of help like whether it was money or resources from like like, how do you just run a lab? Can anybody just outlaw fucking moonshine and lab? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I guess, right? I don't know. If I you just, pay the rent and you're not there legally, you're like somehow like... How like, do you acquire the mines and how do you acquire the tools and resources you need to even do those type of things? Like grow specimens and like infect mice and test them. And like th- that tells me that there was so much more involved into these things. This is the speakeasy of a lab, bro. Like it's like the fucking shh. <laughs> and they have a little garden hose sticking out of the wall, stupid. 
And then that's that's how they found out. Isn't that wild? Yeah. But then how stupid, because it looks so obvious and stupid. And then the question arises, if they're stealing water from the city, is that their only water supply in the whole place then? Because why would you need to drill a hole in the wall, essentially, and run a garden hose through it? You know, that's what they did. Or were they dumping something? So the place like fluids out water. there under the ground? And I'm sure that ground's just sitting there. Some some tweak boy right now is searching it for cans. <laughs> just saying. Some homie down down, yeah. down on the tracks is like searching for cans and bags of trash maybe because they're feeling like picking up. And they're going to touch some shit. It was all right there where they were maybe de- perhaps dumping unknown liquids. Yeah, because I mean, that's crazy. So that's how they got caught. They were stealing water from this bigot that was separate from their building. Yeah. And so that means they didn't have right. It was either that or it was incoming. I'm sorry, I don't know. But either way, that's why I'm covering both sides. I did hear that that them finding a hose is what sparked an investigation. It's always the hose, bro. But why (laughs) why would that spark such, like, a prompt, executed investigation? Well, it immediately was like, hey, what's going on? So then they could try to make contact now. Yeah. And be like, what's up? Uh, Hey, we want to talk about the garden hose. And they're like, what? What? No, we can't talk right now. Imagine how that conversation went. With the public officer that like was like, hey, writing a note. I found this garden hose going in, basically like short short term, but like the legal term he probably wrote down, right or whatever, code whatever. Got to make contact and leave a, a notice or something at least, right? Saying, hey, you have to explain what you're doing. Sorry, but it's weird. Someone said something. I bet too, they like, thought they're growing weed. Like that must have been. I'm the sure they were like, dude, they're <laughs> fucking growing dank, and they have it locked down. There's no smell. Uh, it smells like dead mice or something <laughs> out here, and poop and fucking like, malaria. You know what? Um, like also chlamydia. bites mice. That also bites humans is mosquitoes, and they also contract malaria or a flea, any type of bug. Really. Oh, remind me of the fleas when we get there, because I want to tell you a story about the flea. You like black plague? Fucking yes. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds well. That's where we're at, dude. Because that's, that's how easy it was. The flea jumped from a mop, like with, from rats to what humans or with other animals. Like, I don't know, man. But the flea <laughs> is responsible for contracting a lot of things, and that gets on things, dogs, animals, people, animals, people, animals, basically. Yeah. Stray cats. Dude, all the shit, and ticks a whole other level. But but because that's Lyme disease too now. Like you know. But dude, fucking fleas, mosquitoes, bro. I live near a river in this town. There's a lot of mosquitoes. A lot of them are ankle biters, and they do a lot of mosquito abatement in the area. They're trying to be on top of it. But if you somehow had, like, a bunch of mice that, what if they dump them in the fucking river? It sounds so stupid, but imagine they just dump it in the river, right? And then it's, they're just soaking somewhere off the side of the river and just degrading in these birds. And, you know, and then the mosquitoes are like, you know, and then it flies over across the river. She lands on a camper. Boom, just gave you malaria, perhaps. Perhaps. Like, I don't know. <laughs> dude, imagine, dude. I think about shit like that, but I never should because it's not good for the mind, you know, for people to think like that on a daily basis. It doesn't seem too far out to think that that's... We did that for a couple years, though. So we could do it, right? I think people are bored now. They want to go back to, like, extreme drama. Yeah. Trump fucking drama and, and COVID drama. That's what people want to get, huh? Well, we do have an election coming up, don't we? <laughs> yeah, next year. next year, bro. It's getting wild. Hunter Biden's ready to do another line about it, bro. He's like, I don't even know in the background. I don't know. No, I'm just talking about Joe Biden's like son, man. I'm not making fun of him. I mean, guy likes to do blow. Clearly, they found fucking cocaine in the White House, which basically got swept under the rug, which basically means it was his. 
You know what I, I mean? Like, like what the fuck? All people there. Come on now. I feel like the whole story as a headline was lame because it's like you, you you're telling me that there's never been coke in the White House. Like that's just a like oh all of a sudden. That's you know a what's even crazier is I know someone that was in there, like visiting the White House like the day before that happened Whoa, or some bag, yeah. bro. He dropped his bag. No, he, <laughs> do, he does not do cocaine. This gentleman does not do <laughs> cocaine. I guarantee it. Not since the 80s. But what if no. that's what it was? What if it was like a visitor or like a tourist and they fucking drop their sack? But there, and then they have cameras everywhere. It's the fucking White House, bro. <laughs> Come on now. They got cameras everywhere. And this, this ain't no fucking Abraham Lincoln setup, you know, where they're just sitting alone on the balcony. Yeah. Unexposed, uh, just completely exposed, like, you know. This is some, like, yeah, that's why the Capitol riots still doesn't make sense back on January 6th or whatever they call oh, it. Oh, yeah, totally fucking engineered. Come man. on, man. You know, I don't even like to get all up in arms about it. It's just like, come on, man. Like, I remember then, and I feel the same way now. Like, that was an operation of some kind. It was weird. It was documented in a, such a fucking perfect way. When you when you have a movie that comes right, like, out right after while Hollywood's supposed to be shut down, mind you, right, during this fucking pandemic, but they make movies or some kind of uh, documentary right away during, like, right after something happens. It's crazy, It, it right? fucks you up because it literally is, like, trying to brainwash you to, no, remember it like this because it just happened a month ago. You've been trying to, like, you know, forget about it a little bit. But this is how it went down, remember? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, mm, where are the videos from them letting the fucking people in then? Because you didn't talk about that at all. When you show this security officer running up backwards going, stop, I need help, stop, I need help. And he's running up the stairs and he's apparently a good cop, you know. But how is this camera just like perfectly tracking him the whole time? It's not a security camera catching him from room to room or, or level to level of the stair that they showed us. They showed it from like someone with a stabilizer and an iPhone walking behind him. In front of him, like, I mean, you know, like, getting this all in a shot. And then it ends with him running into a room where all the officers are just waiting there. And it's like, where the fuck were you, bro? I need help. Like, yeah, it doesn't make any zero sense. During this time when they have all of these important people in one place. I don't know how we got here, but, like, we like to debunk shit, folks. Like, that's what we like to do with the local skeptic on some Lafroig sipping times, you know? It's a show. That's all it is. I mean, and it's hard... Once you don't take it serious, it's almost it's pretty entertaining. Yeah, because it's like, what's gonna come out of this? You know, like, <laughs> what is this the precursor? It's so to? cynical, like, bro. It's like the the Joker times, man. Where we just giggle at like terrible things happening because we're like, <laughs> knew Putin was gonna fucking blow a country up. I knew it. Like you know, it's like, ah, we need to help that guy, bro. Yesterday, because those are the people that are gonna flip. You know. Folks, this is Tyler Collinbarrow from the Symbiosis Now Network. I want to shout you out real quick and say thank you for listening to the Symbiosis Now podcast. If you're into podcasts, if you know someone that's a farmer, a friend of a farmer, a horticulturalist, a scientist, an agronomist, a PCA, a grape grower, you name it, send them over to check out the Cali Ag podcast where we discuss all things California agriculture. You can find the link in the description to that podcast. And while you're at it, go give us a follow on Instagram at symbiosis.now.network. Let's get back to the show. Dude, I just, I don't even know, but we were talking about like this lab where we live in Reedley and we can wrap it up that part of the fucking episode here because it's enough said. There's more evidence to come out, theoretically. It's national news. I heard on fucking Joe Rogan talked about it the other day. 
Like it, it's, I've heard it on TikTok a few times. It's national news. And whether it's covered mainstream national news, the people heard about it. That's what Ripple it made. That's how important that scenario really um, became to the culture or whatever you want to call it of post-pandemic times that we're living in. The way people operated during that time, it really traumatized us, bro. And it made us now remember when someone brings up COVID. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean COVID's coming back? What the fuck do you mean they got labs in your little town? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, they're like, what? I want any more answers. And there's no answers, you know. Eventually, they'll come up with answers. And, I, and they'll probably be like half-ass answers, you know what I mean? They'll be like, oh, well, we can't really say what tissues. You know, it was maybe a cock and balls, but we can't say that. <laughs> we can yeah. say a penis and testicles. Imagine the guy saying that on the thing. They give him like a Valium or like a fucking yeah. anxiety pill before he went up there. And he's like, it was a, a cock a and cock. A balls. Right. What do you want me to say? <laughs> three balls. It was all cocks. Two different individuals. And three and a half cocks <laughs> from two and a half individuals. Like, what does that mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Some bullshit answers. That's what we can expect, folks. But with with the spreading of diseases and being that it makes people fear biological warfare. That's why it gets a rise in people too. And then when they correlate it to Chinese companies or Chinese nationals, like people like to spew, I've already heard it, get to me. I know that's what they're saying on Fox if they said that, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's a great narrative, right? Because it makes it people is. fear. It, it is. And it makes you want to give more money to the fucking national security, which is the federal government. You want to give more money up. You know, you're down. You're down for more or taxes. You're down for bro. taxes. You know I mean? yeah. yeah, yeah, fuck it. Like, you know, increase the surveillance state. Let me just live in my house and just help me. Like, you know, help me, please. Like, you know, that's what it feels like over time. And I think that may be the fate of the United States government. Like, I think that just may be it's, – it's supposed to perpetuate. It's supposed to not end the way that it's designed. But I don't believe in that shit. Everything has like a fucking – it falls or it gets in a tussle or whatever. And we've been going through that for a long time. So any, any nation, whatever. Some things that transcend millennia, it's a little different. Like the Chinese dynasty in general, like has been gone for, for so long. Like, you know, so the Chinese people are a certain way because of them having their, their, their area of the world being specific for a long time and it changing and having its rough spots for sure. But we make it a narrative and it's real easy to do that. But it's weird how people immediately jump to it's like a terrorist operation or something. And that would increase the surveillance state again. And it, we're out of Afghanistan. Like, you know, we don't care about the fucking Taliban anymore, I guess. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's a different type of fear now. When or COVID, apparently. Yeah. You know, we don't give a shit anymore. You know, that's crazy. Isn't that crazy? You know, people at the bar having a drink. Like, isn't that crazy? I'm like, yeah, do you poor thing. You're here having a drink. And you're like, isn't it crazy? And I'm like, yeah, I don't have answers. <laughs> None of us do, you know. It's scary. I could talk about Tulare Lake. I have more answers about that than I do about what the fuck. Some lab that's two blocks away from me that's going down. You know, but um, the lab makes me remi- remember the mice, and we talked about fleas, and fleas are notorious for carrying disease, right? And then they mm-hmm. bite us. They you don't think about it, but they rub on us and they bite us and shit. And they make it itch. They make dogs itch because they're biting them kind of and shit. And they lay their eggs and they're sh- in you somewhere, I think, and all that nasty shit. They're fucking gross, right? But they're an insect. Insects are like aliens. But they long ago learned how to bioengineer insects of all different kinds, for sure. They still use that, I'm sure. Especially in certain areas we don't even know about. Honestly, I feel that, you know. Yeah. Strategies, bro. Military strategies used to go to the extremes. And now they still do. They just hit a button, right? It's easier now. But back then they would be like, fuck it. This is what we're going to do. And I'll give you an example that has to do with fleas. The Japanese in World War II, they bombed Pearl Harbor, right? All this shit. 
we were now involved. We're like, fuck you guys, man. You know, basically, I'm, I'm drunk historying <laughs> it up right now. Yeah, I'm drunk historying it up right now. Shout out to drunk history. You guys are the fucking best at what you do. And they're like also apparently at odds with China at the same time. And they had developed fleas to have the bubonic plague, the black plague, you know. They were bioengineering these fucking fleas in the billions or millions, whatever, boxes and boxes and boxes and put them in a fucking bomber and drove it, flew over. Japan's not far from China. It's right off the coast, bro, really. They flew over with a bomber and the Chinese were like, fuck, we're done. Like, probably they were thinking, all these people that died, because they or you know, they were thinking, fuck, dude, they're going to drop bombs on us. It's a bomber from Japan. Like, they, you can see markings back then, like, more obvious. They didn't care. They were like, we have planes, motherfucker. We don't care if you can see us. Let's fucking, yeah. you can't defeat us right here. Like, you know, but it, it was in the 40s, bro. Like, you know, right. it was a long time ago. I mean, considering it's 2023, it was like before, like, you know, Israel, they have like their fence system that's just right. constantly shooting shit out of the air. I think it's called like right. the Iron Dome. The Iron Dome. Like, that's, yeah. a, that's a fucking topic right there to talk about. Shit. But, bro, for sure. So they dropped fleas? They dropped boxes of fleas. So they saw boxes and they're like, what the fuck? And then there were fleas. So everyone died from the bubonic plague. I didn't area. know about this, really. And then, so check this out. I didn't either. This is true. This is real shit. The Japanese were also going to do it to none other than the United States. On San Francisco Bay, they were going to fly a bomber, and they were going to drop, do the same thing. It's called Operation Cherry Blossom Midnight. That's what it's, it's I don't know if they called it that because it's yeah. in English. But Was that our, the operation that we stopped it? Or what, how did it so, end? like, the plan was to do it. I don't know the exact dates. But it was about a week before that planned operation to drop these fleas on San Francisco Bay in the United States that had the bubonic plague to basically kill the fucking country, essentially, because that is a serious hub. Like, you know, what I'm just saying you do biowarfare in areas like that. That's how COVID transmitted because of the fucking extreme hubs. You know, yeah. that's why the big cities decided to shut down because they were like, oh, we're a hotspot, whatever. Right. Yeah. It's crazy to think they were going to do that, bro. And just because they were like, yeah, we got to go to this level. There's, there's all types of warfare now coming out during World War II. Part brought to you by yours truly in America, some companies that want to make a lot of money, right? You know, we want to make some money off the war, right? We'll make machines, you know. We won't get into the war. We'll fund the war, but indirectly, you know, with operating, selling them hell artillery to fucking blow the shit out of things. Blow the fucking shit out of things, bro. That's where a lot of shit developed, you know. Now you have plane warfare is just so common and shit. Um, the, the Japanese were doped up. The oh, Nazis yeah. were doped up. Arguably, the Russians were doped up. Argu- arguably, the Americans may have been doped oh, up. Definitely. They were definitely smoking cigarettes a lot, though. You know what I mean? They were yeah. deemed that, which is kind of crazy. But well, it helped the, them operate. The n- new allegations that were made by Russia that the the soldiers in Ukraine, that they called them like zombie super fucking creatures or something like that. Like they were like some Captain American ass fucking soldiers. Oh, like, I believe it. They were like dupe, like they were fucked with in the lab. Not completely like this story, but like I believe that they've tried to do shit like that. But let me finish the story real quick. Operation Cherry Blossom Midnight, where they were gonna drop the fleas on San Francisco Bay. It was planned to happen a week after the bomb of Hiroshima that we fucking dropped. The United States dropped on Japan. So that's why I didn't go through with it. Cause and we, ultimately, it was an ultimate surrender uh, Because after that point. Because they were like, this is unknown warfare like to the world. 
you know. After that, everyone by like reverse engineered the fuck out of it, or got scientists that worked on this part or whatever from around the world. It's a huge thing because they were like, well, if you had that, we have to have that. You know, that's what that's the way it always works. So if you want to blame guns and shit, you know, you want to blame knives next because people are gonna have blades walking around. Hiroshima is gonna take blades away. Okay, well, people are gonna fucking beat the shit out of each other uh, behind in an alley like real quick. You know, they're still gonna do something, bro. People are gonna do something. Guns are scary as fuck, though. I'm just saying, though, guns are also. A useful tool. And when someone always says, I got a bigger gun. I got a bigger fucking gun. I got a bigger fucking bomber. I got a fucking shit that'll not shoot one bomb. It'll shoot a cluster bomb. Like, you know, like <laughs> what? And then we'll give them all to Ukraine because they're about to expire. Come on, man. We got to make new shit. Let's sell them our shit. Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll convince the public. Yeah, Putin did this again. They're like, well, give him more money and give him more money. It just seems so obvious like a fucking sitcom, like sometimes when you look at it from the outside. But if you're a real person and you think you make a fucking difference, sometimes it doesn't do better. Especially if you're like me where I don't get involved with activism necessarily. You know, I have to cope with the reality before I can help other people. I got to cope with my own shit still right now, you know. But those that are in activism, they claim, you know, they must, they need to be in tune like that. They have to be able to remove themselves from the situation and then remember why they're dedicated to this situation and how it does make sense to them. Because if it doesn't, they need to step outside and be like, whoa, this actually doesn't make sense to me anymore. You know, would it make sense to just a common, whatever, just blank-minded person, you know? And like the wars that go on, the, the type of warfare that it always escalates to is just extreme. You know, that's the nature of warfare. Got to win, right? Right. What all costs? You know, we we had to beat it. We had to beat the Russians to the moon. So we shot it in Spielberg with Spielberg. You know, supposedly. No, no dude, I don't know, but supposedly. I know that some of that shit looks wild, and it looks like, oh, what if they fucking shot this shit real quick? Because they were like, yo, we can't let the Russians know we made it to that. The, the, they can't make it to the moon before us. We have to make the public and the world think, for sure. That we already made it there before they did because we have to be the first. They can't be the first, you know what I mean? And it was like this ego thing. But I don't really buy that either. I just like the story. And it's like it has some like draw to it, right? It sounds appealing. It's like, oh, yeah, you're right. You know, that could be. Spielberg was real good, you know, real fucking good, you know? Yeah, there's just a lot of shit that gets me from all that. Which is also that we can't do it again. But then just the idea of them being able to communicate with a human on the moon from Earth at that time, it, like it was such a simple thing. Like you could just call them on the moon from the White House. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's just crazy, man. But like back then I could totally see how anybody would be like so amazed with the idea and you're just so like patriotic and you're so proud and, you know, and then generations on look back and they're like, wow, that. This is like a corny-ass fucking movie you guys watched on TV, you know? Right. I'm so sorry. I was talking about Stanley Kubrick, too, not fucking Spielberg. Because Stanley Kubrick made, like, 2001 A Space Odyssey and shit, which was before we landed on the moon, which was some wild shit because it looked wild, bro. Like, watching it in the modern day, it's like, whoa, <laughs> you know? And, like, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes it's uh, in America, I've noticed it's about having a bigger dick than whatever other the opposition the other is you know yeah which is total small dick energy bro yeah it's flexing for no reason it's false flexing you know whatever the kids say now you know I think it's a little different now yeah I feel like now it's uh they don't really pull that type of stuff like very proud American 
propaganda is not really a thing anymore. It's almost the opposite. Yeah, it's like you suck because you're American. Like, or like attack your local pig. police stations or like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like go after all authority. I feel like that's actually very promoted nowadays is anar- anarchy type themed ideas. It's like it's not by accident that it's spreading. It's fucking you know? George Soros, man. No. It's, it's weird, you know. I'm joking, but I also know that there are people that fund Chaos. groups. Yeah, they fund groups in opposition. I often think about that when we think about our politics. As you said, we were coming up into election year, and it's already ramping up. You can feel it, you know, all the lies, you know. The economy's better. It's like, motherfucker, don't lie to us. Don't gaslight the fuck out of me right now. The economy's not better. I know it. I know it for a fucking fact. Because I make more money now, and I'm broker than ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck you. That's like, crazy. You know, when Biden says shit like that, fuck that. It's a, it's gaslighting, bro. And then people are like, yeah, you know what? It's, it, we're just seeing it come around. It's like bullshit anyways. Even in a couple of years, you can't make that big of a difference. We've been in a recession since Trump left office in 2019 before the pandemic. We were going into a recession. If you look at the actual finances of that shit, we're, theoretically, we're about to come out of it finally, right? But that doesn't mean because we changed things all of a sudden. It, it was happening for a long time. You know, but right now, for you to say the economy is better, it's not. It's fucking worse than ever. It's I mean, what true. do you mean? Like that the war economy is booming? Yeah, it is. If they, you counting that in your numbers, like is the fuel economy somehow that you came to success, even though it's five dollars a gallon steady now? Like we all knew it would be stay at five gallons, five dollars a gallon forever. I think it also more. could depend on where you're at. You know, quality of life and things like that. I know for us, California is fucked, right? Like, mm-hmm. it seems like they're they're trying to make California the state for the ultra-wealthy, and uh, they want to sh- basically, like, make anyone who's low-income or even was middle-class, they want them to leave or struggle or have no choice. Yeah, but they to, want us out. They yeah. want us poor, poor boys out. Search for, like, you know, asylum in states that give a fuck, and it's easy. Well, you're going to gonna need by. a bartender wherever you are, so give me a ring. No. <laughs> as long as you keep the fucking bar open for people, you know. Because we can't have things like, we can't have scares like that again, though, man. You know, unless it was a legitimate scare. And then we wouldn't need to be asked to do it. We'd see it in real time, too. I understand viruses operate differently. Like, you don't see it necessarily transpire right away. But, I mean, if we're talking, like, some wild, wild shit hit, people are dropping like flies, like that kind of shit, we would have to just all, like, we would just know. We're like, I'm not talking to fucking nobody right now. Like, yeah, no one would probably even use a lot of their fucking devices after a couple of days. They'd be like, fuck all of this shit. This is terrifying. You but know? what a great time for this to be a thing. Because I feel like, you know, during times like the Spanish flu, it's like, could people help but to not see each other? Like, maybe it was right. harder to justify never seeing somebody you knew because ways of communication were different. Nowadays, dude, you could FaceTime with somebody. You could VR fucking with there somebody. There was a milkman, yeah. like, you know. They would yeah. bring the milk to your door. But now we have, like, then we have, like, Instacart fucking, mm-hmm. you know, like, delivery service for everything. Mm-hmm. Like, what a time to go through a, a pandemic. Like, the most comfortable time to go through a pandemic. We have, mm. it's just convenient, you know? Like, compared to the past where, like, you know, maybe you just really wanted to see your, your girlfriend or you really wanted to see your dad or your mom. and You couldn't stand, like, not communicating with them, so you just go and, boom, they just happen to get sick or you get sick and you fucking die, you know? But, like, nowadays it's easier to make a phone call. You can FaceTime with someone, keep in touch, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're all lonely inside and then it's depressing in itself, but, like, it could be way fucking worse, right? 
It could be like you have no communication. There is no internet. There's no texting. There's no probably no even phone calls. You know what I mean? Like you literally just had to accept the fact that you weren't going to see so and so for a great amount of time if you could help. Yeah, them. yeah. You'd have to endure the stru- the real struggle, like writing letters Loneliness. back in the day. Shit like that was a real thing. You know, you'd be off at war and you'd receive a letter from your wife back home mm-hmm. telling you some I love you shit and you're like getting shot at right now. You know, that's some wild shit to live through and not be able to just like, I mean, even then military still does like that, but like they get to like FaceTime, like you said, when they go back to the base or whatever, you know what I mean? Like at least see, you know, at least something, you know, they have those apps where people, couples, of course we would hone in on that stuff. Right. Of course we want that. I mean, the human wants that clearly. We've been told we want that too for a long time now. Smartphones came around. It was like, yo, you can have all this shit, you know, took a while for the old people to get on board, but now they're full on board. You know, everyone's on board. Kids are on board. Yeah. Everyone's on board, bro. Everyone wants the devices, bro. They want the screens. They want the microphones. They want the fucking jazz. I feel like it is kind of detrimental. Like, it is fucking with humans right now. But, like, me, humans are extremely, like, But it is like a drug. I think we don't think about it enough, like, from the outside. Like, well, I feel like, it's a drug, bro. Because imagine if I... It, it, okay, so imagine if I did coke, right? And I was just all the time just like, we're doing this podcast. I'm like, hold up. I'm just... You're just talking. I'm like, over here. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Hold up. Bro. All right, hold up. Because people, when they're on their phone, they're like... Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah? yeah? They're like scrolling Instagram. They're like, yeah, for sure, bro. I feel <laughs> you, dude. Oh, dude. Isn't that crazy? And they're like liking shit and shit while they're doing it, while they're talking to you, but they're not really talking to you. You know what I mean? It is It is like... It's like doing something like that. Like if every couple minutes, it's like vaping almost kind of like every couple minutes, you're like, you know, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, the good stuff. And then you feel good and then you're like... Couple minutes later, like, fuck, I gotta hit that shit again. It's like that, but it, the phone's more because we look at it for the time. We use it for a calculator. We connect with people. We get emails, you know, text messages, phone calls. A lot of stimulus. A lot through. of stimulus. It, it almost you have to go back to it because you feel like an obligation. Almost, I feel like deep in us, we have obligatory sensory like outputs and shit, and like ways to receive those things and think and, and not know what to do. And then we get fidgety. We fidget with the device, like, you know, like a little fucking tweaker, you know, over it, pretty much. But it's also really cool. It's like acid without taking a chemical inside you. You can look on the screen, mirror, mirror, on the wall, you know, <laughs> show me, you know, and TikTok it up and get in the right corner of TikTok where that's all your shit. You know, you know, you want to learn. And you could stay there for hours, bro, easily. People just digging it, you know, learning so much. Instant stimulus, bro. It's like it's like you're on an ass trip, but you're not even you're not having a chemical reaction to like eating mushrooms or smoking weed, right? We can use other examples. Cause I don't do ass, you know what I mean? But like say if you ate some mushrooms and stuff, and then you're you're tripping balls. But are you tripping balls? Because this is reality still, right? You start thinking like that sometimes around mushrooms, right? Well, if you're on the phone, you're not even acknowledging reality, like literally at all. Like what's around you, like the stove could be on boiling over and you're just fucking texting or whatever. You know what I mean? Literally, because you got your headphones on and you're just oblivious to the world, bro. It's like that. When you eat mushrooms, sometimes though, you're like, fuck, I'm in another time realm or something. And I feel like the phone does that like every time because you don't notice it. We just don't notice it. The TV was the original, I feel like, LSD without inputting something into your body. It's a stimulus that's from the outside that your brain can tap into. You know, that's the point of having imagery. That's the point. The imagery is always maintained, you know, symbolically, you know. It's just now it's tons of images and symbolism and shit always just wrapped into this, almost a masterpiece, right, of life. 
when you're watching whatever you're watching online you know like i like to watch people and, and then realize what's in the background like <laughs> what do they got on the, the shelf right there what's this book you know what i mean that they want want visible you know what i mean yeah why they must like that book you know or whatever right and then you got those dopes that have like hella encyclopedias and law books like motherfucker please like you know unless this is where you do your shit like you know don't have all these encyclopedias behind you you know Folks, when you're driving a vehicle out there on the road, California requires you to have insurance. And the only guy that I know to properly execute your insuring needs is Alfredo Vargas over at Academy West Insurance. If you're not getting insurance from Alfredo Vargas over at Academy West Insurance in Reedley, California, I literally don't know who you're being insured by. I literally don't know. I know there's only a few left in California that'll even insure you. But if you're in the market for it, or you know somebody that needs some insurance right now, you better call up Alfredo Vargas over at Academy West Insurance at 559-638-3800. And you got to tell them that the Symbiosis Now podcast told you what's going on and you need insurance. So shout out to Alfredo over at Academy West Insurance collaborator with the symbiosis now podcast look out for the shirts Ooh, they are definitely stylish and tune into the episodes where alfredo is centerfold of the interview so folks go get yourself some insurance what are you doing listening to a podcast or something i was gonna say is like humans dude we're, we're so resilient and maybe the human mind not always but as a species biologically like we adapt quickly so like the next few generations on we're gonna see what the new human is yeah with all of this yeah. all of these things and all this technology Shit. like a part of it you know are you ready for it i'm going with the river man i know i've said it before if you don't flow with the river you're gonna drown in the current you know what i mean Try yeah that's just the way it and is. And then you wait by the river and watch your enemies float by. Yeah. Nah. But some people get stuck in the idea of like, no, I'm not going to change and I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight. And it's like, dude, regardless if you want it or not, it's going to happen, bro. So you can start swimming upstream if you want. You're going to get tired. You're going to fucking drown. Quick, quick. You're going to drown, dude. You got to fucking go with the flow as much as you can. You know what I mean? Like, not. I, I feel like it just depends. Like, I don't know. I know I talk about it a lot with like you know what's acceptable now when it comes to people like people are like non-binary nowadays people are like more people are gay homosexuals or, or they are they want they, you know they're transgender and whatever it may be like I feel like this is a more common thing and there's a lot of people flowing against that current but regardless it's like these people that maybe are against it are having children that are with it yeah, because <laughs> you know I mean? so, it's just what it's just humanity bro we are adapting we're evolving to this new phase of what we are as a species and you know what we're capable of and who we can be and you know how empires end you know like how everyone always brings up gender the greeks are notorious for it the romans blah, blah, blah. they start, got obsessed with gender towards the end of their their civilization as they knew it but or did they not adapt right like, they didn't adapt Maybe, to yeah. what the people thought. They didn't want to go to the next level of whatever the thought process is, right? Like, the next level of whatever that is. The fluidity yeah. when it comes to, like, gender. And maybe that's what's literally happening to this United States empire. And that's why people are like, oh, the economy's terrible and stuff. Because it's literally already came to an end and we're trying to build it. But no one would say, okay, 
you're actually owned by some shareholders, and most of them are from different parts of the world. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead, they'd be like, instead they're like, you're America, you're the backbone of the world, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, what the fuck? It's some big-ass shoes to fill though, for a little kid. You know, and then go to school, learn math, you know? Math is cool, but it's also fucking crazy. And it's sometimes, for a kid, I think, dilapidating to obsess over fucking numbers that much. Every day. You know? Imagine 200 years ago, a kid just sitting there being like, 25, 26, 27, 12 times 12 is 144, 4 times 4 is 16. And they're just like, <laughs> just, dude, like obsessing? Like, that's not right. Like, that's what you're doing when you're taking a test. You're like, fuck, what's the answer? You're like, fuck, you can't use a calculator. They said we won't have them. You know? <laughs> yeah, now we walk around with them. <laughs> Those don't even exist in the outside world. As an accountant, what are you going to use a calculator? Like, Why yeah. Why would you, though? Yeah. <laughs> dude, fuck, fuck yeah, I am. You do, dude. What the fuck? But I get it because they don't want us to cheat because it's so easy to cheat but with is simplistic it shit. It's such, so fucking weird. But if you knew how to put it in the calculator, is it? I get what you mean. Like, if, it, if you know that 2 plus 2 equals 4, but then you don't have to remember why it equals 4. And I know this seems pedantic, maybe, but it, it's, it's, it's a specific. Algebra works because it works, bro. Like, you know, somehow... Right. And we could look at like, well, why? You know what I mean? But like two plus two is because there's two ones, right? Or some shit. And there's two ones. And then each one of those added all together is four. It's like talking about population or whatever. But most of the math and shit we learn is to hopefully become a statistician. Not to benefit you in your checkbook later as an average normie citizen, you know. They don't want us fucking knowing how to pay off our credit card and shit, you know. Yeah. No one ever taught me that. Still to this day, how to manage things properly, right? This is what you got to do. Low down. Unless some crazy guy that's just like, fuck, that sounds like a terrible idea. Sometimes you get the advice from the worst people in the world, you know. But I've never had someone be like, you know, this is how you do your fucking federal tax return. Because you do it every year and you get money back most years, so you should do that. But instead, I still just look at it like, ah, oh, what is the – I look at the instructions and I'm like, ah. Oh. And I think most of America's like, ah, oh, just terrible tax. Please do this. They charge you a fucking bunch of money to do your shit. You know? I wish I knew how to do that. No one ever taught me how to do that. Why not? That should be part of education, especially in, like, college. Maybe there is, right? Like, when you take the right teacher, right, or whatever. But yeah, the curriculum, the I don't necessarily think that it dictate. It, it has to do a lot with Not the public like curriculum. And that's probably why they make it, like, a skilled trade in a sense. So you mm-hmm. go to college, you can choose to learn about it, and then you can become a tradesman in like that money world of like you do people's taxes and you're good with numbers and you understand the law code the codes and laws when it comes to taxes and money and you know but yeah it is fucked up i'm sure the reason they don't even teach you the basics in high school or anything is because they it's part of the game you know how are these credit card companies going to make the majority of their money if you didn't pay thousands of dollars in interest more what do you mean you're going to educate them on how our game you yeah. can't tell them about how we do like, this. Yeah. They have to figure it out. You know, the transparency of life or the transparencies of life are a tough one. You know, uh, I have a kid now, right? We have kids in this life. Most of us, too. Well, that's the point, I know, because some would say. At some point, you're probably going to reproduce, you know. So love your baby, wherever you are, <laughs> even if they're old and you're old. It's like... You'd want to teach them those things. You want to teach them those transparencies. But they have to get to a level of even understanding, like, speaking the language that you speak and the way you interpret the world around you to share those transparencies. It's a hard one, bro, you know? 
it's not easy to to teach uh, like my boy's nine months to, to to he doesn't even talk, let alone teach him like, hey, so, you know, we wore masks when we were in the hospital with you because there was a pandemic and. He wouldn't even understand that. Even when he's five, he'd be like, what? Mask? <laughs> he'd be like off on the seahorse or some shit. I don't fucking know. Like on the seesaw, I mean. <laughs> you know, the fucking monkey bars, you know, hopefully, yeah. right? I don't want him to care about stuff like that until later. I do want him to care, though, eventually, though, because I feel like I myself took it on upon myself, literally. I don't know what it was. It was fate. It was the creator telling telling the existence of my minor creation, my minor place in this universe that, hey, man, you need to, like, re-educate yourself constantly. You know, you're going to get in some trouble and shit. And then you need to re-educate your shit over and over. And that's what I constantly do. That's why I became a bartender, I feel like, because I love that every day I become more educated about the skills and the techniques I utilize and new ones every day. New drinks, new blends, new liqueurs every day. And that's fucking dope. That's why I worked at the hardware store for so long. Because every day, it was something different. Someone's plumbing problem that was just uniquely to some fucking dope-ass plumber that used the pipe dope and probably smoked some pipe dope real quick before he fucking hit the fucking plumbing project. And now I have to l- go off of someone describing me, the pipa in their hand right here, pipa in la mano, you know, and I'm looking at it, and they're trying to tell me, but they think I don't know Spanish. But I don't know a lot of Spanish, but I know enough to, like, oh, you know, okay, ask some questions. You know, de frente rosca. See, you know, and, you know, I'm like, say, say, you know, but they don't know. They're just like, give, give me the part. I'm like, all right, all right, all right, I don't speak Spanish completely, but I'm got this, bro. Let's do this, you know. And over years of doing that, it's like, fuck, yeah, hey, see, si, este, amigo, no problemas, bro, completo, proyecto completo, bro, todo las partes, bro, not, no problemas, bro, you know, like, say it all cool. And they, they believe me most of the time because, like, I know this is going to work. It, you can fuck with this any way you want. You know what I mean? And then they come back later and they're like, what? I don't understand. Like, you know what I mean? Whatever. And then we just figure it out. But doing those things every day is something different, bro. And I think doing that constantly is what helps my mental health in this life. So I would love to teach my boy and my family in the future how to how to like adjust and constantly adapt because every day it should be a little different. Right. Not everyone's job is like that, bro. In the, in the world we live in, bro, a lot of people do the same you know, maybe they're just different numbers, but it's, like, the same thing every day. You know what I mean? And, or they, they literally just, like, at the bar sometimes it feels like I'm on repeat, but it's a little different. I'm pouring draft beer over here. I'm making a fucking cocktail over here. I'm fucking pouring wine over here. I'm making a mimosa over here. I'm doing a Hugo Spritz today. You know what I mean? Whatever. Whatever we're doing. I got to jump into Cucumber Melon Splash. We're doing Rosemary Smoked Old Fashioned. Can you give me a rock? You know, Shout out to the Wake House. You know what I'm talking about. You know, yeah. you gotta put the fucking rock format ice on that fucking old fashioned, bro. Dude. Otherwise, you're fucking up in life, folks. I wish I could go have dinner there tonight, bro. We should go back, bro. Let's go. Even it's on me. If Allison didn't get dinner, maybe we should go back. Fuck it. Sean's there. Jesse's there. Yeah, dude. dude. Sean make the best shit. Shout out to Sean Patterson. We're sipping on the Lafroig. He bought me this bottle. Yes, sir. Cheers to you, Shawnee Boyo. A hefty swig of Lafroy. Yeah, man. The Wake House is a shit, dude. They're, they're good. good. We're dude. killing it over there, folks. If you're from the local 559, and even if you're not, and you're rolling through, and you're going to the Sequoias or some shit, it's not that far of a jog over to just come through, get a real cocktail real quick, get some real food real get quick, good you know? Food, bro. Get the fucking See some people jumping off the river because the river's open now. Get some you know? boats flowing through there. Yeah, dude. Get yourself a bacon. You'll feel the wake day, of the house finally, bro. The wake is back in the house, bro, once the river opens. Because that's the point, bro. We're right by the Kings River of California. You know what I mean? 
it's a serious water thing, bro. I've talked about it on this podcast before. I've talked about it on the Cali Ag podcast, which is my other podcast. Folks, you got to check it out. But the Tulare Lake down south from here near uh, Corcoran, mm-hmm. between Corcoran and Stat- Stratford, basically, it's out like in the middle of... The road you know? that just takes you straight to the fucking lake. Yeah. Well, bro, wasn't that sick, the pictures I took, dude? Oh, man. We got to go back there and take pictures because it's a very exclusive spot. We dropped a pin. <laughs> so we're going back, bro. Let's do it. Nice. Seriously, let's take pictures. Like, I want to take some with Asher. I'm not even kidding. Like, yeah, it dude, would be sick because the road literally dead ends and just goes into the lake. Like, you if you had a four-wheel drive, I could see someone doping around and be like, fuck it, we'll make it. It's like five feet deep. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, I don't know, it might be like 20 feet deep in some it spots, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that lake notoriously, the deepest it was, was like 50 feet deep. It never was a super deep lake, Tulare Lake, historically. It was wide. It was vast. It was very wide. It would take up most of the bottom side of the valley around there. 50 feet is pretty fucking deep. That's pretty fucking (laughs) high. I'm not going to disagree with that. But, bro, it was a sight to see this lake that the Kings River goes into where the the Kern River goes into. A few rivers, they go into this place where if the water can't get out fast enough, they can't pump it out of these rivers into the San Joaquin, which feeds other lines of needs downstream, right? Like whether it's infrastructure, like housing or whatever the fuck, or agriculture, whatever the fuck it is. It eventually, yes, the San Joaquin goes to the ocean eventually. So when people say they're going to send it out to the ocean, it's like, yeah, because we pump it from the Kings River that would fill up Tulare Lake naturally. Instead, we pump it into the San Joaquin River, and it goes out to the ocean eventually. But it feeds a lot of stuff on the way. And it's an artery. You can't fucking cut it off completely. So you have to remember hydrology. Yeah, dude. Ecology. You stop that process, you just flood all of these communities along the way. Fuck ecology. Change the ecosystem. Fuck hydrology. I need my shit. You know, we can't be in those times. That's not. We've been there. We don't need to do that again. You know what I mean? We can figure it out. We have the best scientists, bro. I've had them on that podcast, on the Cali podcast. Some great scientists doing great work. They're They're the heroes, bro. They're the fucking heroes of the world. The people that are trying to, like, change the way that we develop food systems, those people are changing the world. Without a doubt, we are what we eat, literally. Even them, they what do they eat? They probably eat good. You know, they're not stupid. They're like, well, I'm a scientist. I fucking study fucking food systems and shit and how this operates. Like, I'm gonna fucking eat good. Like, you know, I'm not gonna hate Carl's Jr. every fucking day, you know? For sure. But maybe not. Maybe some of them are like, oh, it's my guilty pleasure. <laughs> Six <laughs> like, Hershey bars every day and other night. Like, yeah. You know? Cause that's how it is. I feel the same way too. Like I'm, I'm pretty knowledgeable in a lot of those things, like the body and like food and stuff. But that doesn't mean I don't give in to my temptations, bro. Yeah. You know, yeah. just like that nicotine, dude. That that that's like one of my guilty pleasures too. The Zinachinos, the Zimbabwe's, the Zinfandels. Or a nice glass of whiskey, dude. Nice glass of rye. Wouldn't say this is the most healthy for the human gut, but fuck it. You know what I mean? It'll wash away all the demons, folks with some spirits shout out to the local skeptic thank you for coming on folks go look at the lab in Reedley, california shit online like it's scary but hopefully when you hear this there'll be more answers because there's none right now as we do you know there's like well we found this stuff it's okay well that's not enough information now we need to like throw them in a room like you did to random people in the past nah i'm just kidding (laughs) and make them answer you no i'm just kidding but they used to do shit like that more in just in the last 20 years, they would do that. Like, during terrorism. Remember that word? You know? They'd be like, hey, man, like, what the fuck are you doing? They'd zap them. I don't know what the fuck they did, bro. They put masks on them. You ever seen that shit? From the Afghan, like, originally, like, in 2001, 2002, Guantanamo Bay. Oh, yeah. The way that they had suspects of being terrorists. And they would take them and try to get answers out of them. And they most of the time didn't get real answers out of them, too. Like, that's what the... 
the science or whatever you want to call it dictates of them trying to get answers and they were did they went on goose chases to not actually get answers they would torture people like crazy bro they put masks on them like surgical masks like we wore during the pandemic to give them a sense of like space illusion like they don't know how far away something is and then they'd obviously black them out like like uh not let them see like blindfold them or something for a long time and then they float them like you're in an, an infinity tank, like you're in the salt bath or some shit. Float, like put them on wraps in the air or something. I've seen pictures, bro. That's nuts. And they would do that to like get answers out of them. And then like check on them like maybe once a week. Or feed them a little bit or whatever, right? I don't know what the fuck they would do, bro. And they'd be like, tell us what you know. <laughs> and then people just start making up stories just to get the fuck out of Dude, that Dude, I bet you they'd go crazy, literally, and say like, oh yeah, I was... Zimbabwe, they're in on it, bro. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? How's Zimbabwe? They're going to Zimbabwe now. Send troops. Like, no. Like, we can't go on these kind of wild goose chases in the world, bro. It's too scary. Like, I get that some people need to answer shit, but at the same time, I don't know, man. You know, you get false answers out of the people a lot. You know, look at the look at the mob movies. They would give them false answers until they fucking blew their. And then if they didn't give an answer, they blow their head off. So they didn't get an answer anyways. They just incriminated themselves further because now they're wanted for another murder. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> But they don't give a fuck. They're like, fuck it. You know, we don't need the answer. That's how America operates. Gangster. That's how we operate. Scary. But it's real. It's the way of the, the world. The U.S., bro. Like, and literally in the early 1900s, some could say there was takeovers of sorts by the mob. It was before the wars, bro. It was before a lot of things that a lot of the politics started leaning towards. Like mob rule. You know, literally, like the mob would rule the towns, like, you know, and they would they would hook up a couple homies like the come here, Jimmy. I noticed your father and your mother left you on the streets. I'll take care. Get you a job. Get you in the workforce. Get him. Get you in a union. You know, get him in the union. Convince that union yeah. to vote for them in politics. Right. Yep. Get him in office. bro. Now we can make big moves. They say it's got to be legal. Let's do it legal, you know? <laughs> it's it's classic. Yeah, it really I mean, is. And that's what we still see. So it's literally gangster. It's literally the classic American gangster ideology. Um, it, it's crazy. It's kind of like even floats around with like we're just sipping on alcohol, like bootleggers, uh, prohibition, moonshiners, shit like that. Some were still operating for sure to supply certain places of the world, which probably were the politicians that were probably sipping, yeah. but would enforce this law. And in fact, the entire public was sipping. And they were getting poisoned because it was not supposed to be legal. Sounds kind of like that prohibition of cannabis. Not supposed to be legal. Well, people are using it anyways. So they're making it un, in, you know, in weird places like labs and unknowns and small towns, you know, making moonshine and selling it to the public. They used to sell like a brick of grapes and they would like sell it. And then it would have an attached message that would say, do not soak this in water and put it in a place for three months or whatever because it would make wine. Oh, but it's like wine. inadvertently the advertisement was telling you to do that but yeah. we're not selling it as that you know it was like the OG like cover your ass type of fucking marketing and we see a lot of that now too people poisoning themselves on accident yeah and the government the federal government literally poisoning multiple I mean dude I know thousands of people for sure died during the prohibition from poison alcohol yeah, like literally, that was done by the, own, by the Fed. Yeah, in a lot of cases. Maybe some of them were like someone else, like a factory or something that was told to make this. Someone was taking it and it was not 
ethanol. It's like meth. It's like another form. You know what I mean? There's different forms, right? Like isopropyl alcohol, the shit you squirt on like a wound. You can't drink that shit. Mouthwash has alcohol in it, but you can't drink that shit. You can. You get fucked up, but die fucked up. Like go blind. Fucking your liver die. Like type of shit. But if you drink it the right way, you have to modify that alcohol the right way, right? You have to ferment it to the right way. And then you have something that changes the psychology, the consciousness of a human being, you know. And imagine just drinking like acetone, like literally like nail polish remover or yeah. something. Like, you know, that's what that's the kind of shit that they were selling. Like they were putting contaminants in it on purpose. They were developing like uh, like like basically like isopropyl alcohol on purpose. And they were like monitoring, like like the FBI kind of shit. Like they're monitoring the operation, but they contaminated it. To see where it'll go. Like yeah. it's like, but you just killed people. Like people died. Like what the fuck? Like I hope it was your research was worth it. Fuck, bro. And then when we have these labs in a small town, it's like, well, cause that is that a still a thing though? Do we, I don't want to go to the federal government being to blame all of a sudden. But, like, some kind of, like, little fucking, you know, CIA type shit. Like, hey, can we, like, you know, spread a little disease right here? Lock it down a little bit. I think that's a possibility. You know, sure. the, the, the fucking election's coming. I don't know. Yeah, get a bunch of sick people going. Lock them all down. We heard the Wake House Tell them if you vote for me, we'll change things. We'll vote them right in. And I feel like we're being voted right into Donald Trump's hands, too. I really think that. Are we? Is he even is he running again? Yeah, but people say he's going to get locked up before... But they still want him to run. So if he get locked up, are we going to vote for someone in jail? Talk about gangster. That's American gangster, bro. If we voted Donald Trump into office while he's in jail and he, like, tells us what to do from his cell, imagine that's the epitome of America, bro. The prison industrial complex at its peak, you know. Imagine, bro, that would be, I could conceive of it, like, in Futurama where they got, like, floating heads talking to the nation and shit. Like, I could see if fucking Biden died in all this time. They've been taking, like, footage of him giving messages to the public. So that way when he passes, they just send out a video. But we know that he's dead. But we still are like, oh, he's still, like, the metaphorical president. Like, yeah. And I'm like, what? Because we never lived in times like that, really. Right. You know? Yeah, you can totally do that nowadays. Like, AI is totally a thing. You can fucking, like, a, what do they call it? Um, a deep fake, you know? Like, make a video of someone talking using their voice and just make it look super fucking real, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we're living in that time, and we have been. You know, nah, I'm not going to talk about it on this podcast. It's too personal. But people do weird shit like that all the time, bro. Little circles, big circles. And on a big scale, you know they got access, bro. When someone's demanding, like, million-dollar deals or, or more, billion-dollar deals, whatever the fuck it is, some crazy amounts of money, there's going to be a negotiation. Like, you know, it's like when you're ready to finally sell your car, and you're like, fuck, you know really don't want to give it up for that price but we're here now and that's what i'm gonna sell it for you that's what everyone you know that feeling bro when you're like fuck that's all i can get for it so what i'm gonna get for it you know you sell it it's that feeling i'm sure with a lot of shareholders are like ah no we got a deal though no matter what they're the they're the bargain too they're gonna get the deal you know whatever uh industry that means so same with politicians it's really easy to control the entire situation if you literally control the left and the right and there's only two options, right? Left or right, you know? You're either Democrat or Republican. That's what they keep on telling this message for the last 100 years, right? If you control both sides, you control the whole thing. So what's the difference between it being like a monopoly? Whoever, you could fund both sides and say, fuck it, let them duke it out. But either way, I fucking own that person either way. 
Not to say the president or whoever Donald Trump is owned by the Russian intelligence. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, though, that, like, you could have buddies. You could have friends. You could have family that's invested in shit. And of course, you're going to make deals on their behalf. But most of what you do shouldn't be on behalf of yourself. You know what I mean? Like, if those things happen, I guess they just somehow happen, right? Because they're just the best at what they do, right? They're your family, but they're the best at what they do, right? So, of course, give them the deal, the contractor deal to do whatever, you know? But when you have funding from both sides coming often from the same places, I'm sure you could look it up. I'm sure. Like, Pfizer, too, isn't just CNN, you know? There just was a point where Fox was like, I don't know. It turns the public off to talk about that shit. We're kind of more democratic-leaning, ironically, even though the tables have switched. You know, when you keep changing the goalposts back and forth yeah. with politics, too, and you own both sides anyways, it's almost like you're just, like, you're just balling now. You don't care where you're going with this situation. You just know you're going to own the situation. So it could, it, when people think of, like, some master puppetry, people owning the politicians, whatever, you know, but having them in their back pocket, I think that is for sure 100% prevalent, and it for sure is 100% common. Not every one of them, but a lot of them. You know, why wouldn't they almost? If you get that opportunity, I could see people making that decision. And then lying through their teeth every single day to say, no, 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 that's not what I do. That's not what I do. I'm not taking your money. I'm not doing anything with it. No, no, no. I didn't just buy it. No, no, no. I wasn't out at a restaurant when I told you guys all to stay fucking side. No, I was out there, you know. And the guy was getting paid. So I'm not a slave driver. Like, you know, it's like, oh, that's the silver lining here? Like, what are you talking about? You know, that's the times we live in, bro. And honestly, I like to think about, like, how it doesn't matter a lot lately. Like, it's scary because I kind of, like, am numb to all the chaos and all the shit that we're fed on a daily basis. And the people, the way that people talk to me at the bar about what's going on in the world sometimes or whatever, I'm kind of numb to it, you know, because I can't comprehend it anymore. Like, I did for so long, and I tried to, and it's just like there's so much to keep up with. I'm one man. I'm just me. I just want to talk about what I want to talk about when I need to get off my chest and live on, you know. I'm never going to find the answer to life. Never gonna know who's responsible for this entire catastrophe of the economy being destroyed and war being afoot. You know, I don't know the answer. I don't know what the answer is. But when we don't talk about it ever, as a, like a culture or country or whatever, I think that we allow others to just take complete control and us literally just either become numb to it and do nothing or become incredibly impatient and want to take things in their own hands and shoot their fucking neighbor over disagreeing over instead of actually making a difference. It's also the perfect situation. Like if they, quote unquote, wanted to keep us suppressed, it's working perfectly. You know, whatever that, whoever they would be, you know, even if it's our own politicians. Yeah. Which probably basically is, but whoever they are being paid by on the side or, you know, or their ideology is extreme because they don't even realize they've been indoctrinated their entire life to think what they think. They don't think about it like that, of course. Why would you? You're your own person. Such an ego blow as a politician, I'm sure, to be like, wait a minute, I'm a real human being. A real person, you know. I'm supposed to be doing things on the behalf of the people. Or maybe it just is a money game. But I need my Tesla. And I need my fucking expensive life. I can't give it up now. What will my wife think of me? What will my kids think of me? You know, there's a lot of pressure. Religion, similar. A lot of people are like, I've already become the pastor. I can't go back now, you know. <laughs> I got to take a sabbatical, folks. and never comes back. Like, what the fuck happened to him? Like, oh, he's in another church. Is he, oh, he's the pastor? No, he's just part of the congregation. Hmm wonder why you know like sometimes that happens a lot a lot you know like pastors or whatever priests they don't stay that long i've heard you know in a lot of religious circles they they like leave right before shit gets bad but <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute they're gonna find out we're embezzling money what the fuck i'm out dude i'm just gonna tell them i'm going i'm going to africa save the kids 
But I'm moving to my cellar, bro. I'm fucking Exeter bound. We're getting out of here. You know? <laughs> I'll never know. One <laughs> <laughs> of the homies shows up one day, like, looking for another church. He's like, hey, wait a minute, you know, I remember you. Man, it's like, you know, God's got me on my own journey, you know. But Jesus, he's got my back, you know. It's like, yeah, okay. But you, like, lied to the congregation I was just at. And you stole money. And you just, like, dipped. Because that shit happens a lot, bro. Those kind of things. Like, they didn't steal money. But they got paid to do something extremely well and then bought, like, irresponsible things with it that they can't keep up with. You know, that happens a lot, you know. That's why, uh, what's his name, Copeland, Kenneth Copeland, like, he has to maintain that. That's extreme um, evangel- televangelism. He has to maintain it. If he didn't, who would he be? Yeah. I mean, I guess you could still skate on the money, but eventually you'd run out of money. Like, that's the reality of our world. No yeah. one could just live forever off of whatever they fucking have in their bank account anymore, you know? That's crazy to think, bro. Imagine 100 years ago, like, be like, yo, I won the lottery. If they had the lottery then. But I'm set. Literally, I have a million dollars in 1940? I'm set. But the 70s come, they're like, fuck. I'm 69 now. I have to go to a part-time job in the evening <laughs> just to make it, you know? Yeah. And now we don't live in that world anymore where you could be like, set. That doesn't exist. And people do work hard for their money. You know, it's not just that you're born into it. You have to extre- endure extreme manipulation, I'm sure, when you're born into, like, a poli- like as a political person's son or something. Like, I'm sure you're just pressured yeah, forced all Forced to the shake time. hands and forced to be a yeah. part of things. And- you have to play fucking lacrosse with this guy, you know. Like, what the fuck? All right. <laughs> people do that. They should have a say. They work hard for their money. They do their shit in their life. Whatever. But it can be tainted, bro, for sure. And I think that the message is, is like, of this podcast, this episode, really, at the end here, is that Lafroig is a fucking fine-ass scotch. It's nice. Smooth. And Smooth. we had a great time here, folks. I hope you had a good time here, folks. And I hope to catch you on the next episode of the Symbiosis Now podcast. <laughs>